Can we all just agree on one of the hot topic tonight here on Williams and Bloom? I think we've overdone it with this song. Oh, it, it's, sports. It's, getting, it's going the next six weeks. Get ready for Timmy the Trumpet. I just feel like this was really cool when we all... Like July? Yeah, when that video came yeah, out. Edwin of Diaz. Edwin Diaz. Yeah. And now, like, mainstream America it's, is catching on we, to this We thing. were watching... This is why it came up. We're watching the Missouri game. Oh, yeah. They went, they went nuts with it for some reason. It's like, what does that have to do with the, tiger, the All Tigers? Those idiots in the Missouri yeah. student section. So, Welcome does, to does the it pod. show up in Jack Trice this weekend? Are we okay with it? No. No, okay. I just want to see am, the power. Am I okay with it? No, no I'm not. No, hold on. Litmus test. The power of the podcast tonight. Oh. If this shows up at Jack Trice on Saturday, let's say, okay, so third quarter, first touchdown is Juicy Wiggle, not getting in the way. I'm saying any touchdown the first half, play Timmy Timmy Trumpet. That would be incredible. I would go And then crazy. everybody would know yeah, where I would it came go, from. I would go crazy. If if the powers that be are yeah, listening. Can, can we listen? Let, let's you, see the influence of the, the Williams and Blue podcast. <sighs> All right. We're just trying to distract ourselves from the weekend that was. Cheers. Uh, we we got a little uh, ice cold Cody Rhodes. It's late too. I'm polishing off the. Uh, I've had this. I've been sitting on this bottle for like two years, and it's this is my favorite Cody Rhodes ever. And we're finishing off the bottle tonight. I just i I kind of savor this. It's the elderberry wine barrel. I mean, we, we did this like back in. Yeah, we've had. I've had these yeah. since like the pandemic. Eighteen months. Yeah. So, anyways. Um, Cheers to everybody. Thanks to our presenting sponsors at MechDine and the MechDine Corporation. Reminder that we can't do any of this because of our, uh, or without our sponsors. And we mean that. So, you know, when we do these sponsor reads and stuff, we just really appreciate them. Uh, We don't take it for granted. We don't take you guys for granted. So just wanted to say thank you. A sincere one to our friends at MacDine and the MacDine Corporation. Uh, our friend Chris from Marshalltown has... He's got a question. He has a question a very, for the podcast. Very legitimate tonight. question tonight. That's uh, Chris Clover from MacDine. So we'll get to that. And um, I don't know, Bloom. I, yeah. I, I thought that that game Saturday was just different to me than Baylor. Because here's what's funny. You and me and Jack Whitford had a long time like gag on Cyclone Free Action for the last, like, 10 years. Yes. Where I would always kind of like, you know me, I'm always looking for storylines. Well, keep an eye on Kansas. They may not be that bad this year. And it never came true. Well, now Kansas is 5-0 and and hosting college game day, and they just beat my clones, and I don't think that they're that good. Like... (laughs) Right, like I, they're they're fine. They're I'm fine. not, yeah. But but I don't feel that's like a game you that's want a back. team that Iowa State should should have lost to in in any capacity. Like right. Iowa State dominates the game defensively, does everything that you would expect. Really, I mean, they, what do they have? Like twenty first downs. They move the football pretty well. Not not, it, not great, not perfect. Yeah, but, but bad mistakes, but enough story, to be able to right? win that game. Totally. So same story. So Kansas gets twenty eight yards in the second half. Which is yards. crazy for that so offense yeah. and the output that yeah, that they thing would be doing great. Didn't it's score. an innovative offense. There's all sorts of that's a huge deal. And Iowa State moved the ball okay, but again, it's the same thing. It's like, man, 
And again, I love I love yards per play and everything like that, C Dub. But at some point, you got to put, put the ball, the ball in the end zone. Yeah. And and I I realize like you the, the obvious thing is to look at well you missed three field goals, and absolutely. But at this point, it's like it's a recurring theme. You got to be able to punch the ball in the end zone one, and then secondly, maybe as importantly, the special teams. It's, nobody, nobody listening to this real, understands. Like everybody gets it that that, that was not good. No, uh, and you just can't lose a game like that. So it's it's one you're going to look back on and regret because I agree, Kansas is a nice Cinderella story, but man, that's a game if you play it ten times, I think Iowa State should win it seven or eight times and had it right there, but uh, couldn't get it done. And now you're staring down the barrel of you get a tough game with K State. You've lost two in a row and. This is as much adversity as Iowa State's faced in a while, I would say, you know, from a program standpoint. Because you lose to Baylor, which is, you know, it is what it is, but you lose to Kansas. And now, where do you fit in the hierarchy of the Big 12? K-State and Iowa State have had this battle for five, six years. Uh, now it's on on Saturday. Bit another big game. So, you, there's no there's no rest. You just got to get back at it and, and hope you get back, uh, back to yeah. where you were. Funny about that. This team needs a bye week. Yeah, it just felt like it just seems like it. It just seemed like everything Saturday was really hectic and chaotic for some reason. And I don't know if it was from a you get behind 14 to nothing right away and it was just like, man, everyone was hitting the panic button. You saw Hunter get a little emotional on the sideline, you saw Matt, you know, just kind of listening to it. I don't think there's any controversy there. No. But there's just uh, there's that actually goes with everything we've heard about Hunter. That he's just oh, a hyper-emotional yeah, guy. Absolutely. Like he, I, I don't think you need to be worried about it. No, but, he gets hot. He, you know, and then Jirel gets hurt first series. That didn't help matters. Because those it, guys, you know, and, and you've talked about it. I think the running room, running back room is deep. But where Jirel is so good is his pass blocking. And that was really evident on Saturday. It was just they just couldn't they couldn't contain, contain that Kansas pass rush at all. Uh, you mentioned the running back. That's the scary part to me. Yeah. Uh, again, like I actually, I think they can win with Sanders and Silas. I, I do like, too. I don't, I don't think this is like it's not emergency like your yeah. fifth, fifth string walk on type, but no. But it it definitely showed, right? Like the, it. Jirel proved his worth I, by not I, being there. I I think Iowa State wins that game with him. I I agree too. But yep. you know, injuries are it is what it is part of football. Um, I guess let's start with the the kicking yeah. situation. Yeah. Do you trot him out there on fourth and one with 32 seconds to go if you're Matt Campbell? Man, so... Obviously, hindsight's a powerful thing. For sure. I remember watching it going, I don't know what I would do. I, my, like wife, I was, my wife came downstairs. I was watching the game by myself. Because we all had our own reaction to that whole yeah. sequence of events. And she, she, was, she runs down here and she goes... Should he kick the field goal? Like, she wanted to know my opinion. Because, what, I, there's 40 seconds left? There's 32, I 32. thought. 32? And I said to her, I think you have to. Um, now, again, hindsight, knowing Absolutely, how poorly yeah. that kick looked, you would not do it again. Um, it wasn't even close. I, I mean, I kind of agreed with what Matt said after the game. Our defense was playing. Get to overtime, you feel good about it, I think. I think so, too, but then... But the guy just missed two. The problem is when you get into overtime and you've got an offense that can't put it in the end zone, are Fair. you then relying on your kicker some more? 
So the, if there was a minute left, I think you'd probably go for it. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It was so hard. Great point. Because here's the thing. So one, Xavier could just get the ball across and it, we're not having this conversation. Which I think he would love to have that playback. Have play that playback. Back. Absolutely. But with 32 seconds left, you're at the 20-yard line. There's no guarantee you're going to get to the end zone. So at some point, you may have to kick anyway, right? And so what's the difference between a 25-yard field goal and a 37-yard field goal? Arguably, percentage-wise, not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And Jake just missed it. Like, he, it wasn't close. It wasn't going to be good from 25 either. Not no. that that matters. No, he completely overcompensated. But and like, I, you know, it's weird because at the time I'm like, you know what? I get it. Like, kick the field goal. Let's get to overtime because honestly, if you get the first down there, I think I would say it was out of timeouts. I'm trying to remember what the whole situation was like. But the odds of you getting to the end zone at that point are not high. Maybe you get it to a 25 yarder or a 20 yarder, whatever it would be. But eventually, you're going to have to kick the ball anyway, probably to tie the game. So, Boy, I had a hell of a weekend I, with oh kickers. Gosh. And then the Vikings missed that PAT. <laughs> and then that guy kicked the 60-yarder. And it was just that game, the Vikings game, was all about kicking today. You just, just had a real love-hate on, weekend on, with kickers. Honestly, I felt horrible for Jace Gilbert. I do, too. Because he was put in that spot. The two kicks, both of his fuels that hit the upright, Plenty of distance. Yeah. Like, he's got the leg. What's, what's hard about that, too, and you just, again, and he's he's, overcompensating. You, you don't ever know, but when it hits the uprights, it's, I would assume it's kind of a 50-50 thing. Like, it's either going to go through totally. or... Yeah. And if that one, if that first one, you get a good bounce, you know, you just wonder... Yeah. How is, it how in is his, the game different? Is it in his head? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, clearly, does he end the, up... Like, we play golf. Yeah. You hit two to the right. Oh yeah, and then you, the third one's like, man, yeah. And he looked uncomfortable. Maybe you, maybe you put that into your perspective, but man, I, I don't know. Like I, I think we can, we can armchair quarterback thing and say, no, I would have gone for it, but I don't know what that really gets you. I, I'm just telling, and, and clearly looking back, I disagree with what I said. What happened? The, yeah, I told my wife, who she's not a huge football fan, but she likes the Cyclones. I was like, I think I would probably kick I, here. I think I would have too. Like, I don't, I don't know what else you would have because you don't up get and, it up until then. Like you said, like his kicks didn't look too bad. bad. No. Now they had the bad exchange on the PAT where Iowa State got the two point conversion. Yes. That's always a possibility. But I did. Did you trust Iowa State to get a yard there either? Well, I mean, they they've been pretty good on, on fourth down. Fourth downs, yeah. right? I don't know. I but the my did thing is, did you feel like they were going to win the game when they got the ball back and start driving? Down? I did. I kind of did too. So the other thing, and I put this on Twitter, and people were like stop complaining about the officials. Did you see that Iowa State got jobbed four yards on that last? Yeah. Drive? I, well, I, I I didn't until you. But simple post- stuff like that. It's like what do we what do we? Well, doing that's what here? that's what drives. Good officials, crazy Correct. is stuff like that. Yes, it's, it's not correctable stuff. Like it's so, not the debatable like pass interference correct. call. Yes, it's it's the stuff that you should always. So what happened? Right. So Jalen Noel returns the punt. Okay, just to refresh everybody's memory. He returns it to the thirty-nine yard line. There's a penalty. It was a borderline uh, block in the back, but then they talked about it. it was like no, he was actually in front, so wave it off. But then I would say snap the ball from the forty-three. So they removed four yards from where Iowa State would have started. Now, I don't know. Does that matter in the long run? Perhaps. But it's just like preventable stuff like that is what drives you crazy. So, I don't know. I mean, I think I, I felt when Iowa State got the ball back with, what, three minutes left, 
down three. I'm like, this is at least going to overtime. And, you know, got it in position, and he didn't make the field goal. Iowa State did a lot of dumb stuff, though. Like, you, you can't look at that game and just blame officials uh, the, or blame the kicker. It was a, a holistic problem of, I mean, it, offensive line being front and foremost, in my opinion. It was really a um, kind of a miracle that Iowa State had a chance to win the game at the end, really. Fair, when you think yeah. about all the mistakes. Oh, rough. The missed kicks. The um, dropped punt. The muff punt. Now, they got that one back with Orion Vance yeah, making a play. big-time play by by the senior there. The um, I, I guess I come back to this, and this is where, you know, it's a little bit weird. I, I do the how good is Kansas thing because yeah, I, I don't know. They're 5-0. I don't know. And yeah. I, I mean, I think that they'll be probably 8-4, 7-5. I don't know. But I don't think they're like a top four team in this league. No. After seeing them. No. They're not. Who do they play this week? They get TCU game day. Oh, I don't I don't want to know what the line is yet because we're going to play the game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't blown away with their – the fact – I was, it's got to get more than 11 points on those guys. Just sorry. It is what it is. That, that lost the game to me. Now, that, I know you could say the kicker lost the game too. Yes. But that Iowa State needed to be 27 or above. Just had to. And whether that's the kicker, the lack of execution, Jirel's injury, like you can throw all these things into it, but not good enough. 11 points is not good enough in Lawrence. We got a we got a problem with the quarterback and turning the football over. Yeah, and I yeah, you know, like he's we're it's pretty clear what we're watching. A, a super talented guy, right? Great arm Learning talent, really fast, and we're we're watching him on the fly here. Which, okay, so the the go on the message boards that I, I did today. Biggest complaint, obviously special teams. Okay, which again, yeah, and anybody I, with two eyes, can I see think that. that that is the biggest it's, thing. Yeah, you gotta, for you just yesterday's game, like yeah, I just got to figure it out. If you're just decent in special teams, you win. So one thing on that, even without everything else, Iowa State did hire a special teams analyst. Yeah, who just coached the Los Angeles Rams to a Super Bowl. However, yeah, so they did do something. They did do something. The analyst technically. Okay, I want to. I'm going to get in the weeds here with everybody. Well. You ready okay. to get in the weeds? Yeah, yeah. The analyst can't recruit, for one. The analyst also can't technically coach on the field. They could be in the booth. They just analyze. They can analyze. And it's this really gray area of an NCAA of who's allowed to do what. And so I don't know exactly what the new special teams analyst does, but he does have experience. I know Matt's involved. Like, you can't say that they're not trying to pay attention to special teams because clearly it is his priority. Look at what they did this offseason to hire this guy from the Los Angeles Rams. Saturday was bad. Like, you can't have all these things happen. So, got to figure that out. Freshman punter, freshman kicker, not great. Jalen's got to catch the ball. It was in the sun, I understand. Sun, shade. Like, it was a bad deal, but still got to figure it out. Jalen's been really good on special He has for him, I'm kind of like, uh, Yeah, okay, you give him one. I don't I don't blame this. I don't new, think it was, a, that was not a scheme thing. Yeah, I don't blame this analyst on Totally Noel's agree. Deal. Totally agree. Uh, but then the second thing is, what's going on with the offensive line? And you can't have five sacks allowed against Kansas. And then Hunter, 
The third part about that is, and maybe it all goes together, and I would love a higher, you know, end zone view of what happened in that game because the 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 the, the analyst on ESPN two, Dustin Fox, was adamant, and I think it really. Sh- Perhaps he was right. He's like, I can't believe Iowa State's running all these short crossing routes across the middle. And he mm-hmm. kept banging that point home. I would love to know what was going on. And you can't really see. This is my point. You can't see from the sideline cam what Kansas is doing. Uh, were they were they setting two, three safeties back to prevent all the Iowa State stuff from going deeper? What was going on there? Uh, because Iowa State ran a lot of short stuff to Xavier. And, man, you'd like to think you could take a shot or two deep. Real quick, well, we'll get to more of that. Yeah, that's a lot, lot, lot to answer. Talk about the offensive line and all that. I want to give a shout-out to our friends at Danielson Law. Uh, check them out at danielsonlaw.com. D-A-N-I-L-S-O-N-L-A-W.com. Really a interesting couple, good people, Jeremy and Sarah Danielson. They, uh, I met them on a bus trip that we took to – this this was the bus trip from hell to Memphis, <laughs> Memphis to the Liberty Bowl, the first Liberty Bowl, twenty twelve, which was a really good time. But like until we had, the game, yeah. Well, we had four buses, two of them broke down. Uh, there was a death. Um, the third bus broke down on the way back. Like it was awful. Like I, I, I actually said no more bus trips in the history of Cyclone Fanatic. After that, it and was you, and you just, haven't had one since. Or no, I, no, I'm not dealing with it. <laughs> we don't make any money on those things. It's all like right. And the Danielsons actually sat behind me on the bus back, and like they were so nice to me because they knew like the amount of pressure that I was under. I remember you and Adam Gray were oh. just freaking out. The funniest looking back. So my fiance at the time, Crystal, was on the bus. Oh yeah, she was. I was in the charter flight, of course. Yeah, and you were being a dick on the, <laughs> yeah the, the team. Plane. I'm, like, I'm home. Where are you guys? God, what a night! Like, it was like snowing on the way back. Just, just a horrible situation. But they're very kind people. Yes, my people. point. They've they were never. They were never jerks. They yeah. were. They're very good people. They do uh, real estate law. So when you buy inside a house, there's contracts, all that stuff. That's what they focus on. Uh, really good people. If you are looking to buy or sell a home, you need an attorney. Choose these great Cyclone fanatics, Jeremy and Sarah. I got another lawyer I want to give a shout-out to. Our girl, Hope Wood. She's not a girl. You know what I mean. Yeah, you it. Hopewoodjd.com. Promo code FANATIC. And that'll get you some saved money. Hey, listen. Um, I I saw you tweeted out. See that? Yeah. During the game, if you're a Cyclone fan and, and you live through alive. these games, you can live through anything. Here's the deal. Maybe you won't though. <laughs> Maybe you won't. You could literally get hit by a car tomorrow and die. Have you taken care of that will? I want to send you to Hope Wood. She's my buddy. Hopewoodjd.com. Promo code fanatic, and I think that'll get you fifty dollars off, big time. The uh, okay, Chris from Marshalltown. Chris from Marshalltown. You want to read Chris from Marshalltown's question that yes. was sent into the uh, Williams and Bloom I, I, Studios? Fair question. Are we ready yet to say the O line will be a disappointment again this year? And if so, what is the structural program reason for this? I I have a question. We're five games in. We're almost halfway in. I have a question leading into that. Um. Have you gone back and watched the second half? Like, did Rimsburg play the whole he, second half? I, he played 14 snaps, according to pro football Okay, folks. so... So not the whole one. 
Yeah. Okay. I mean, they, here's the thing, C Dub. They rotated two different guys at one point, which yeah. is alarming. Yeah. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. So they're feeling things. Ro- out. Ross yeah. came in for Simmons yep. for like which twenty is crazy because Simmons was like an NFL guy. I don't know what happened a couple to Simmons. years ago. And then Remsburg came in for Triber for 15 snaps in the second half. Well, Triber was getting worked early in that game. And then game. Remsburg honestly didn't. Well, according to Pro Football Focus, again, I, I went on the rating. I don't know. The offensive line is what so. What did Remsburg amb- get rated? Not great. Okay. Not great. Uh, the best rating was from actually Hufford yesterday. Downing had a rough day. He had a rough day. That was about as tough of a day as you're going to see Trevor yep. Downing have. And the tight ends struggled too. But what really hurt them, and I can't—I said it earlier—is Jaira Brock is so good in pass protection that they was it was glaring. Yeah, I mean, even like two years ago, when when Jaira was a freshman, they would bring him in on third down. Brees, yeah, yeah. People don't necessarily. I, like, I didn't even think about that. Kind of like the third down back there late in that year. He was great. I mean, he was like a almost like a fullback where you just bust somebody up. Silas, like we've talked about in this podcast, is not big. And Sanders isn't there yet. They missed that on third down, and clearly that was in Hunter's head. But as far as the O line, you know, we're five games in. It hasn't been where I wanted it to be. Clearly, they're trying to cycle people through, which is not a great sign. I don't know. What is it? A disappointment? Yeah, I think I think you could say five games in, the offensive line is a disappointment. Which is kind of weird because three games in, I thought that I would have given them like an A. Yeah, they did fine the Iowa game. I know. You know, like, I know. that's the thing. But two games in a row, it just hasn't been there for some reason. I'm, I, You know, what do you do? I, I saw a lot of stuff. It's like, well, do you, you know, do you, do you have a changing of the position coach? I, I mean, not in the I'm middle not, of the year. I'm not going that far. I mean, I if you're going to do that, you don't do it now. But I agree. Like the Iowa game, I thought the line was really good. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what has happened. Game four and five. Obviously, the talent's good. Baylor's good at D line, and then Kansas gave them all sorts of troubles with with but stuff. I just but wondered, is that a Jirel thing? I, and and you got to be able to watch the tape. But the five, you said five sacks. Five sacks. Some of that's on your quarterback, probably. How much of that is on your receivers, which yep. is would surprise me because I feel like the receivers all pretty good. Yeah, that's why I, I would you know, like to see that above you. Yeah, you need that to really get to a true judge of that. That would be my answer, Chris. I think it absolutely the last two games the offensive line has has struggled. There's no doubt. You look at the rushing statistics, yep. right? Like there's clearly not a lot of room there. But I also think that. Clearly, Hunter Deckers is learning on the fly when it comes to the intangibles of feeling the pocket. Because if there were five sacks, I would just, off the top of my head, I would put two and a half of that on the line. That's fair. What struck me... Is is that fair? I think so. The first three weeks of the season, I was blown away how good Hunter was in the pocket. Feeling it out. Uh, you know, reading progressions, one, two, three, four. The last two weeks, it's just been different. So I don't know if that is that the speed thing. Is it the different looks that Baylor and Kansas threw at him? He's I, only in his fifth start. I get it. He threw 48 passes. 19 of those targets were to Xavier Hutchinson. Yeah, and he's the safety blanket. Yeah. For sure. I mean, that's clearly. So 
Like you can kill Tom Manning for the crossing, the short crossers, but if you don't, again, I want to see the higher level view. Want, if you don't have any time, we're guys open. Yeah, like we're I, were they I don't sending know. two safeties back? Like I can't just make a read. TV is the worst way to understand what the route concepts are. Yeah, I mean you you think about it. The one play they had, what Hutchinson was open in the end zone, and he dropped the ball. Which like, would have been the game. That would have been the game, you know, like potentially. In, you so don't put he, it on X because he did no, all he sorts of stuff for Iowa X State to great. win. But it, it is a deal where the game of inches thing. Because I, I was thinking ahead, and I do this all the time when I'm taking notes. Had they gotten out of there with the win. Oh, you, you're thrilled. You come away and you're like, man, Just, like really had no business winning this game with all these mistakes. That's a big takeaway. Yes. Right, and but then when you, you don't lose, it looks even worse. Yeah. So, man, it's um. Let's get into it's the Big Twelve because I I, do, I think that perhaps we can add some perspective. Of course, our Big Twelve segment each and every week here on Williams and Bloom, presented by our friends at Wiffles Hybrid. Plant your independence, plant Wiffles, baby. One of my all-time favorite companies. The more I learn about Wiffles Hybrid. Independent since 1946. Here at Psych One Fanatic, we've been independent, well, since Jeremy Lind invented right. this thing back in 2005, and then our ownership group got it in 2009, I believe is when that happened, That's and right. here we are in 2022. Wiffles Hybrid, a wholly owned subsidiary of nobody. I love this. Their taglines, every time I get this stuff from Wiffles, I just get fired up. So when it comes to selecting your seed corn partner, you've got a choice. Make it Wiffles Hybrid. A choice to remain family-owned, baby. Farm family-owned at that. I love the pictures that you guys send me during harvest. Please tweet them to me, at Chris M. Williams, at Psych One Fanatic. By week, I'm going to be going back to do a little harvest with my family there back in Southwest Iowa. Going to just take the camper, boondock it out there. Looking forward to that. I, I got an email from my from my guy uh, this week who said, you know, my he, this is a great email. I'm going to read it real quick. Oh, yeah, I did see this. Yeah. It's phenomenal. He said, I'm an Iowa State grad who lives out in Des Moines now, but I'm originally from Geneseo, Illinois, where Wiffles is high headquartered. I actually detasseled for them one summer when I was a kid, and my parents lived in a house that they rented from the Wiffles family when I was born. I think it's so great they've decided to support Cyclone Fanatic and Iowa State Athletics. Like you, guy said on the podcast this week, their brand really is a natural fit. He told a story about his grandfather. That's who awesome, man. Had a Wiffles hat, and he found it in his house when he died, and Stuff like that. Like, that's why we do what we that's do. That's pretty cool. Connecting the Cyclone family right there. That's pretty pretty freaking cool. So, thank you for that. Thank you, Wiffles. Yes. Um, I, got, I, the, here, I got good and bad news. <laughs> good and bad news. The good news is that Iowa State can legitimately win any game left on its that's, schedule. That's a fact, including the Saturday. The bad news is there's no such thing as an easy oh. game on the schedule. Oh, that horse left town. Yep. And it reminds me a little bit, this is kind of like a dumbed-down version of Big 12 basketball. Yeah. Yep. You know, that's a deal where they're all NCAA tournament teams. Actually, this year's going to be brutal. Have you started to look oh ahead to gosh. basketball at all? I think Iowa State could be pretty good. You think well, Iowa State could be? Yeah, but I don't know about the record. That's my point. Yeah, no, that's the same thing. Like, I, I'm the same way. Like, I don't, I don't hate this team. No. But, like, somebody has to lose games. 
And I, and I I don't think the league has a bad team now, right? Son like, Ward has been bringing it in practice, by the way. Oh yeah, a little, a little fun. fun TJ fact. told us that like he's yeah. been an absolute freak. Just ridiculous. Uh, okay, so anyways, we'll yeah. do a lot of basketball. Yeah, we will. We got time. And if you guys haven't, go and listen to the pod I did with Coach a couple weeks ago. It's it's not timely, so you can listen to it whenever. But it's he he is. Incredibly, they really, they like this team. Incredibly yeah. insightful. Did did yeah. you like meet what me and TJ were talking about with the officiating? I did. That's yeah. well. I, I mean, thought it was really interesting. And honestly, Matt has a similar concept of like you saw his quote. He he was as critical after a game yesterday, and oh, it wasn't he was even that critical. At that man downfield. Yeah, it was what so the hell stupid. happened? Can that's they? So dumb. They can't review. No, that. you can't review it. That's what he's. That's what that the whole thing was. So what they did. Here's my understanding of the whole situation. Boy, you're really now that you can sit back and watch this like we all do. I'm sorry, it's bad. You're just you're, but you understand our yeah. like why we've all been so pissed no, for so, the years. And I'm, so I'm pissed bad. as an official because yeah, like, they make you all look bad. You got to get the easy stuff right, and they're missing the easy stuff. Yeah. So what happened? That and this was a critical play. And again, Iowa State. I always love the stuff where I get back. Like, well, Iowa State did a lot of dumb stuff too. But yeah, like catch the punt. Oh shit! We make know a that. field goal. We know. However. The officials can correct the correctable, and that is when a guy is covered up and they throw a penalty for a legal man downfield when it wasn't really a legal man downfield. It was actually a legal touching. That should have been a legal, uh, an incomplete pass, but because they reviewed the illegal man downfield, which is because of the lateral, and they see that, okay, wait a second, that was actually not a lateral, then at that point the illegal touching is not reviewable. So it has to stand, which is a dumb, like, circumspect of the rule. So that was a bad deal. Let's do a touchdown. All right, let's do our lap around the Big 12. Big 12 refs. Start with Kansas State. Thanks a lot. Uh, Kansas State. Uh, I watched a lot of Big 12 football, so I feel I've got a good read on stuff. Kansas State played and, well, uh, um, but they're definitely not. I don't think they were, they're. They were iffy. If they played well enough they to won. win by double digits yeah. against a good team, but like Deuce yeah, Vaughn is great. Martinez is great when he can run. I, I do think this like they can't throw the ball. They are very one dimensional, and ball. I kind of like Iowa State's John Haycock in that set. I would. I I can't wait to see this matchup. K State cannot throw the ball. Like once Tech got him one dimensional, they were great. But then Tech couldn't get him one dimensional. And Martinez and Vaughn killed him in the fourth quarter. You know, I'm a, MJ Anderson's my guy, by the way. Let me give him a shot. I mean, if, if I like him a lot, he's if, yeah, he's been he's, really he's good. Been really, if Martinez can run, though, it's a it, K State's going to win. Yeah. If Martinez can run, K State wins the game. If Five State is able to contain him, and largely did a fine job on Daniel. Sorry, right? we're we're recording this so late. We're yeah. in the fourth quarter of the Chiefs game. What are we doing. We're just kind of Holmes just threw a bad pick, and I I, I reacted, and that oh, and then oh, we got all sorts of like. Taunting going dude, on. This dude, you're great. down 17. Okay. Relax. Go ahead. I was did a good job on Daniels. Like I think we'll. I think I would say will be fine with with Martinez on the run game, but they do a lot of crazy stuff with the old Colin Klein, you know, read option, yada yada. It Interesting that Haycock pulls Reader at one point yesterday for McLaughlin. And, and now they both and play. Then, and then put in uh, Jackson, too. Correct. They they put, they moving guys around. Yeah, he pulled Vaughn as well. I, I'm telling you what they're... Well, one, when they put McLaughlin in, they're like, we need some speed because Daniels is... McLaughlin's going to be really good. McLaughlin, I think, is yeah. the next great Iowa yeah, State Yeah, I think he's going to be great. I'm a big fan. 
Reader is, as I've noted the last couple of weeks, when you watch the tape, he seems to be just a half step half to step. a yep. step behind. And the problem is he's just not fast enough to make up for then, that against Vaughn, good teams. Vaughn ran the wrong way twice yesterday. Correct. And so that was them going, we need a guy that's going to be in the right spot, even if he's less athletic. I think it will you know, be, but I, but I like the matchup against Kansas State I, I agree. better because they you, you just don't think they're going to burn you deep. You don't have to worry about that. Yep. So can Iowa State stop the run with Martinez and Vaughn? And largely the last two years have done that pretty well. Does um, Kansas State with Skylar Thompson or Adrian Martinez scare you more? With Thompson because he can throw the ball. Yeah. Martinez didn't throw it at all against Tech. No. I mean, he had like two long runs. He had 170 yards rushing. Yeah, but he had like 100 yards passing. He had a 69-yard run, I, I, and Deuce Vaughn also had a 69-yard run. Like, I think I think two K-State... 69-yard runs in one game. Nice. I think K-State's very solid, but, you know, if I'm Haycock, I'm coming after those guys. I'm like, all right, beat us over the top with Tampa and Purchase. Good luck. Kansas couldn't do it. Is this a reader game? Like, I mean... Uh, like do you do you consider making like th- I don't feel like McLaughlin's probably the no answer probably in not this no game. readers got to play because yeah. you got to stop the run that's what I'm saying yeah. like I'm I'm just looking at some of the moves they were making I feel like yeah, readers and, still your and, guy and ultimately the key will be what where Deuce Vaughn will kill you is if he gets one on one in the backfield or in the yeah. second level and he beats you well and he killed Texas Tech with that like he was one on one several times. And he, he, he won the battle. He's I've really watched, good. I watched Tech enough, but I bet our secondary tackle's better than I that hope one. so. Otherwise, it's going to be a long day. I mean, but long think night. about it. Like, you, Iowa State's secondary has tackled very well it all ha- season. Yeah, that's been the strength of the team. I think the best position on the team right now is corner. Mm-hmm. Tampa and, than 100% Tampa and Purchase have been lights absolute out. Lights, lights out. out. To Tampa... Did they Purchase throw a Tampa that, at all yesterday? A terrible PI on Purchase. Oh, that was a bad call. Again. That was a bad. Same call. drive as the. No, Tampa no, never gets any action no, because he's, he's great. locked down. Tampa's great. Freeler was really good yesterday well, Tampa too. Tampa and other Purchase, than I think, will both thing. be NFL guys. Yes, so will Freeler. I think Iowa State secondary is good, really good. So, I think Iowa State can shut down the run largely, like contain it. And we saw. Like the the K State Oklahoma game was maybe more Oklahoma driven than than K State driven. I think this game's in the twenties, low twenties, is up to hundred deckers. Can you get Iowa State to twenty four? K State's defense is really good. Isn't is Deckers not? Does he? He showed glimpses of being a runner yesterday. Why doesn't he run like I don't try know. To it's run weird. More? It's a weird deal because his his strength always as a young I, guy was I, his speed. I thought we were going to see him run more this year, but it's almost like he's hesitant or uncomfortable, or he's being told not to, not or to. something. Yeah, I, don't, I, don't I don't know. I don't some, know what the answer. There's is. something weird there, I, I, and they've tried some design stuff and it hasn't worked. You saw in the Iowa game they had like twice inside the ten. They tried playing runs with Deckers and it didn't. work. I don't even necessarily need that. I'm just saying, like, some of these sacks that he's taking or whatever, I'd like to just so, see him run because I kind of thought that was going to be more a part of the deal. And here's the other part that uh, Chris and Marshalltown mentioned, and I think we're forgetting how good Purdy was at the improvisational second and third down plays where he could just make something happen on the scramble ability where Deckers hasn't shown that yet. Yeah. You know, and I, I think 
Hunter's the upper level athlete, just raw talent. But where Brock was really good is he could do that gunslinger, you know, Farvian. I'm going to make a play when nothing is there. And Deckers hasn't really shown that yet. Like for Hunter, it's been, a, I'm in the pocket and I make a play and that's about it. Like he hasn't shown the ability to scramble, run around and do something like a Mahomes or a Favre or a Purdy could do. And Brock showed that right away. Is that something teachable? I'm not sure. But I think the athleticism is there. But anytime Deckers has rolled out now, it feels very much a, okay, I'm going to take off and run and not, you know, not deviate from that. So that's, some, that's a, but again, it's, it's start five. Maybe it's there, but Brock Purdy was really good. And I think we're realizing a couple things. Charlie Kohler was really good. Chase Allen's really good. Missed the tight ends mm-hmm. in a large regard. Brees Hall, by the way, game-winning touchdown today in the NFL. Excellent back. And then Brock Purdy was probably underappreciated a little bit. Like you're, Maybe we overhyped the difference there. I think Decker's arm talent is very good, but just the the intangibles, you know, you got to learn. Got to learn how to win. All right. Elsewhere in the Big 12, Oklahoma. Holy smokes. I mean, He's already you, on the hot seat. You think our fan base is melting yeah, they're down. they're on the hot seat. This weekend. Old Venables. They, they, they almost gave up 500 yards in the, in first, the half. first half. It was. I watched it. It was embarrassing. Are they, are they the worst team in the Big 12 right now? I don't know. Probably. Who's worse? Well, the only Iowa State or West Virginia, they're the Probably, only yeah, zero-win teams in the Big 12 right now. Um, shout out to Oklahoma State going on the road. Yeah, that, now, that's a great win. That's a statement game yep. right there for Mike Gundy. That puts them in the driver's seat, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean... <sighs> I was listening to a national podcast today, and they were talking about them being a dark horse playoff team. And I, I guess I, I, I'd be surprised if anybody ran the table in this Big Twelve. But I mean, clearly, like that, not only winning, but then beating Baylor at home. It's kind of like you know, in baseball, when you can get a couple games and yep. one. That's kind of what that feels like. Oklahoma State did, and there was never really much doubt who the better team was. And that surprised no, me. That I, was one of my locks you know, of the week that I Baylor, went Baylor made a couple of runs at him. Like, well, you know, if Baylor could figure it out, they'll 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 win this game. But Oklahoma State always put them away, and every single time responded to the Baylor to the Baylor drive. And you know, Spencer Sanders largely hasn't made a mistake this year. So credit to him for maturing and getting better. And you know, the Oklahoma State defense wasn't great, but it was good enough, and that might be good enough for them this year. Uh, elsewhere, Texas rolled West Virginia. Not a lot to not, pick not off the bone yeah. there, but the Oklahoma-Texas game, we'll get into that. Uh, we'll do guess the point spreads with the uh, with Cyclone Fanatics' Brent Bloom coming up here momentarily, right after I give a shout-out to our friends at Gravitate Coworking. Check them out at GravitateCoworking.com. Are you bored just sitting around your house? Yes. You know, you need you need to like actually put on real clothes. Pants. Bloom, are you getting to this point yes, yet with actually, your new job? How often do you put on pants during the week when you're not golfing? Our, our <laughs> All you do is golf. I golf a lot. Uh or do sweatpants count? Mm-mm. Then then no. uh have batting five hundred. Well. I could use to go to gravitate, honestly. All right. Gravitate co working. 
check them out at gravitatecoworking.com and hey they don't have they don't have dogs getting in the can way be your opportunity honestly to I, was, I was on a phone on pants i was on a phone call with a banker this week and my uh, one-year-old dog started barking i'm like i'm sorry like i felt awful i'm trying to do a deal with a banker and dog kept barking yakety sacks it's back this needed to be on in the background when the refs didn't know if they could review that. Oh my player gosh! God, it's just—it's so, like it's so I don't bad. like to just bitch about the no, officials, I, but it, they're like, so terrible. It's—it's just—and by the way, Yakety Sacks overwhelmingly won the poll. Overwhelmingly I, won. I would honestly just—I'm trying to be really rational with our people and like. What, like honestly though, like are you guys communists? <laughs> if you don't like this, this is American, are you a communist? I had a friend of mine that said two things: one, roll clones; two, yakety sacks forever. I like that friend. Oh, that's great. All right, guess the point spreads. Houston at Memphis on Friday. <laughs> oh, jeez. What's wrong with Houston? What about my green, green wave? wave? My green wave, baby. Round it up for the green wave. I need to get... I really do. I am gonna. I think I'm going to buy some green wave you need to do stuff it. for the yeah, new podcast studio that we're it. building. Um, where's the... In Memphis? That is in Memphis. Joe Skates? What about Holgerson, like, flipping off oh his crowd God. or whatever he was doing? Unprofessional coach. Um... Pick them? Minus two, Memphis. Okay. Guess it's to win. It's not bad. Nope. I, yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. Yep. All right. Game day. <laughs> TCU at Kansas. I have no... <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> I I would have pounded the open on this. It, it oh is steamed gosh. hard. Oh, my gosh. I'll say TCU minus three. Minus six. <laughs> that's how much respect Kansas is getting. I, man, that's going to be a game. Honestly, Cyclone fans, December 1st, you're going to look oh. and go, what are we doing? Kansas is... They might lose out. They're they're a bad 5-0. <laughs> right. Are they going to lose out? I won't go that far because the Big 12 is just crazy. I but might lose out. No, they're going to get to at least seven. Who are they beating? Well, they beat us. They could beat Kansas State. They could beat yeah. Texas Tech. Okay. I right. mean, hell, Oklahoma just. All right. All right. All right. They, they could beat any of those teams. I That's know, the thing. I know. I know. I know. Just like, not... it's, this league is just on crack. I know. I know. The Red River Shootout, Blue. Oh, my goodness. Just move it to the SEC Network. Isn't it funny, though, just the train wreck that these programs have become ever since the big announcement? It completes me. Oh, my gosh. I would... Oh, I don't even know. I would say Texas minus four, but I don't know. Six and a half. Texas? Yep. Okay. It's pretty good. We're going to have to be on Hudson Card Watch. I like Iowa State to have a prayer in that game. I don't... Yeah, why not? Yeah. How long is uh, Ewers out? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. We're going to have to start watching. 
They looked good last. Texas Tech is at Oklahoma State. Oh, boy. Ten and a half. Pretty good. Pretty good. Ten. Yep. The uh, Paul Chris Bowl. He's fired. See that? Yeah. Yeah. That'll be the next Campbell talk. Yep. He wouldn't go to Wisconsin, right? I mean, They're going to hire their interim guy. I'm pretty sure Paul Rhodes was once offered the Wisconsin he was. job. That's turned a it fact. down. That's yeah. a fact. Turned it down. Got the deal at Iowa State the next day. 11. 11. I was yeah, at Emily no, Morgan's was, wedding yeah. that night, and I, I ended up just working the whole time. Yeah, I remember that when it happened. Yeah. No, honestly, people, like, Paul Rhodes got offered the job. Who was the coach? Was it? Uh, Gary Anderson. Gary Anderson. Yeah. Anyway, or did they hire Gary Anderson? They that hired time. Gary Anderson. Yeah. Is it Bielema left yeah. to Wisconsin? Or no, to Arkansas. Yep, there you go. Who does Wisconsin have? What? You just said the Wisconsin Bowl or the Paul Chris Bowl. Oh, the, they got Northwestern. Wisconsin Northwestern? Yeah. It's just, I don't really, I don't really care either. It's <laughs> interesting. It's two really bad. Uh, I would say Wisconsin's still favored by four. Eight and a half. Oh. That shows you what they think of yeah, Pat sorry, Fitzgerald Pat. these Pat's days. Pat's on the hot seat. No? He, no, he's like a 10-year contract. That's right. They can't fire him. Neither can they. They can't fire Brian Ferris either. I mean, they can. <laughs> Kansas State, Iowa State. Pick them. It I is got, a pick I knew, them, I knew that one. But it is steamed to two. Kansas State is the favorite. Really? Yeah. I like Iowa State if you can get that to yeah, field goal. I, yeah. Jack Trice at night? When's the last time Iowa State will lost a night game? I don't know. I'm not getting into that. Okay. Has been a while. Second, I start thinking about it's that actually, stuff. The, you know, like, I'll give you the answer. Do you want to know the answer? Was it the Utah game under Rhodes? No, it's the Texas the Texas <laughs> Shaky game. Shaky Smith. No, it's the Texas game in seventeen. The Bugle logo game. The oh one and God. only Bugle logo. That was the last loss uh-huh. of the night game. Yeah, I think so. Uh, we're going to start just picking them every week. My green wave, East Carolina at <laughs> Tulane. East Carolina sucks. Uh, Tulane, eight. Three. What? Pound the green Pound wave. The wave. We are pounding. We're a pro. That opened as a pick. We are a pro green wave podcast. Opened. Did you know I have like Tulane followers on Twitter now? Well, let's. Hey, pro green wave podcast. I love it. That Get can, him in the big 12. Can that not just be our like yeah, secondary our team? No, we're in. Here on the pod. We love the green wave. I think we, we, we are going to have a Wednesday game. What? SMU at Central Florida because of the hurricane got moved oh, this, yeah. this Wednesday. Man, that was a rough deal. Yeah, you. That's rough. You want to? You can tell your. I'll tell the. Bloom's mom has a. That is it for uh, I guess the point spread. Is UCF favored in that game by a lot? Uh, three and a half. Not a lot. No, my mom has a winter place in uh, Fort Myers Beach, and it's now gone. There, there's no roof. Yeah, no roof. That sucks, man. It's a beautiful place. We went. I I took you down there in like fifteen. Yep. So it's not there, but. Uh, luckily, nobody's injured or so, anything. But yeah, and it was kind of a long week for the the old Bloom fam. And that and the that Kansas sucks, man. Like it just it's it's horrible. Yeah. Uh, the, anyway, uh, we my we wife and t- I we had are, a good time there. We love the. Uh, and you guys went to you had your honeymoon in Sanibel. Sanibel We've been to Sanibel like yeah, three so times. It's like now destroyed. We like the Anna Maria Island, the yeah. Sanibel. Like yeah. those are kind of like our family's like favorite places to go, and it's just really heartbreaking to 
So thinking of our, I got a bunch of messages from our, our fanatic friends in Florida. You would not believe how many Iowa Staters are in Florida, particularly Southwest Florida. So thinking of you all, honestly, like I sincerely, yeah, uh, hang in there and maybe Timmy the Trumpet will help. That sucks. It just, what a beautiful it, it, part of our country too that just got completely it a, flat. It a, buddy, it was a long week. But hey, I'm glad for Cody Road tonight. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. And, just at, cheers. and at least that Vikings kicker redeemed himself after the missed PAT. Do you want to make my cake? Okay. Cue the Timmy, Timmy Trumpet. We sparred with the K-State people this summer. Yeah. Like, this would be really nice to get back on track here. Yeah, uh, Manback and I have been texting. Because Manback, uh, our buddy John Kurtz. I respect Kurtz. I respect, again, I respect Kurtz. Kurtz just loves just trolling. I people. respect the game. We need to back it up now. Gotta win at home. Yeah. It's the Farmageddon game. Like, can't can't be losing to old uh old K State at home. On the, the night game. The purple kitties. The purple kitties. With Deuce and Adrian and all the smack we talked all summer. Like, can't have it. Not 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 allowed. Clones need to run out to this. Yeah. On Saturday Like, night. Chris Kleiman's got to go. Campbell, if you're listening, get Timmy Trumpet going. I, I can feel it right now. Clones are going to go out there and return the opening <laughs> kickoff. Kick and We're doing this. Places on fire. Let's go, everybody. <laughs> Student section's doing, like, the the trumpets. Uh, I will... I'll vow to take my shirt off in the press box. I start t- spinning it around. I'll be in section Z. <laughs> Look for me. <laughs> or, honestly, Iowa State Athletic Department. Somebody get when play we this win, damn song. When we win the game, or first quarter, right? Yes. First touchdown. While everybody's fired we're ready up. ready to go, because we're going to be lubed up. Man, if the, fun fact. Okay, I'm not trying to be a downer here. You can turn down a little bit. Iowa State hasn't lost. Sorry, I keep thinking no, the pod's over. Iowa State hasn't lost three conference games in a row, seat up since Campbell's first year. Oh, brutal. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So it's not going to happen. We're going Timmy the Trumpet. Campbell owns Kleiman. Have a great week, everybody. Yes, cheers, everybody. Hey, the sun will come up. It came up today. It already did. It was a beautiful it was Sunday. A beautiful Sunday. Thanks for listening. Cheers.